If you want to know what's happening on the local political landscape, Katie Wolf has it covered on 360. Everyone is listening. Mix 104.9. We weren't due to catch up with the Health Minister Natasha Files this morning, so we very much appreciate her time. Uh, it is going to be limited as Parliament is due to go in in about eight minutes. Uh, but the Health Minister Natasha Files joins us on the line right now. Good morning to you, Minister. Good morning, Katie, and those bells will start ringing soon, so I apologise when they do. Um, Minister, a little bit earlier this morning, we received a call from a listener saying that a flight was due to land in Darwin from New Delhi. Now, after some investigating, we have uh, found out uh, that a Qantas flight arrived at the Darwin airport this morning at 7.45 from New Delhi. It contained crew only. Um, What's the situation from your perspective? So, Katie, yes, you're correct. There was a flight that arrived in Darwin. The flight was authorised by DFAT, the federal government. Uh, There was nine crew members on board uh, and that flight uh, left Australia and delivered support aid uh, to India. Uh, The crew, as I understand, remained isolated. Um, They didn't get off that plane, but they are in quarantine at Howard Springs. So uh, that flight uh, provided some some vital aid uh, into India Uh, acknowledging what they're going through over there right now. Okay, now uh, just taking a look at those active uh, cases of COVID at the moment, 29 active cases of COVID. It's gone gone down uh, out at Howard Springs. Uh, Minister, we understand that those flights from India are going to resume on the 15th of May. Is there discussion with your government at the moment, uh, with the Territory Government at the moment, uh, to increase the number of, of those Aussies coming back from India and going through Howard Springs? So, Katie, I don't believe there's been a confirmed flight schedule. We're working closely with the Commonwealth Government. When we agreed to repatriate these Australians into Australia via Howard Springs, it was always um, with the proviso that if we got to, to high numbers that we could defer flights. And that's exactly what happened when we reached 50. Uh, we've come down to, to around 30 cases presently. And so we're working closely with the Commonwealth. They have indicated there'll be some pre-screening measures um, on board from, for flights coming from high-risk countries such as India. And so we saw high rates of infectivity, you know, originally out of Europe. Those numbers have dropped off as the virus has come under control there. So we'll continue to work with the Commonwealth to make sure we put in place as many measures as possible. Um, by the look of it, though, the government, the federal government is considering using Howard Springs to only quarantine uh, Indian return travellers as a way of expediting things. Um, how do you feel about that as the health minister and, and you know, with your department um, managing that facility now? So, Katie, there has been some some media commentary around that. Um, The Commonwealth Government has not confirmed that. Uh, In terms of the flights coming in, we don't mind where those flights are coming from. It's the infectivity rates and the numbers of people infected that we need to focus on. So, for us, um, we are building to 1,000 people per week. But when we reach a certain threshold of people that are infected, it impacts that overall ability because we don't want to put a burden on the facility and, most importantly, the Territory Health System. But there's a number of um, measures in place that, that would help us if we, we did reach that, but that's what we're working through with the Commonwealth presently. Now, I can hear those bells ringing, so I'm going to keep my next couple of questions brief. Uh, NT Farmers, in partnership with Hospitality NT, are urging the Territory and Commonwealth governments to utilise the Bladen Point Worker Village as a quarantine facility. I just spoke to Paul Burke. He said that they really need to work something out here for their industry. Is this something that you're looking at? 
Katie, we don't own the Bladen Point facility. It's privately owned. So who would pay for the quarantining to be set up at that facility? Uh, it's an enormous cost to have the, the health and security and all the response around it. Additionally, where NT Health would become involved is if there was rates of infectivity, what impact would that have on our health system? So I think the first question is who would pay for the facility uh, before anything happened? Now, I do want to just ask you uh, very quickly, I know that uh, that yesterday in Parliament, it uh, well, without warning, it was announced that uh, that the member for Blaine, um, Mark Turner, we know that uh, he was referred to the Privileges Committee. The government, uh, well, the, the government announced after question time, as I understand it, um, that that report now would not be handed down until early next year. Why? So, Katie, the Privileges Committee, I'm confined in what I can say, but it is looking into a matter, and that's public uh, knowledge. The ICAC has already indicated they are doing an investigation. They have uh, far-reaching powers and investigative research tools, and so uh, that uh, report from Privileges was deferred uh, to the first parliamentary sittings next year, um, and uh, that committee will now work towards that deadline. A lot of people listening, though, are going to be thinking to themselves, why has it been delayed to that extent? So, Katie, as we are aware, there is also an ICAC investigation taking place. Uh, I do have to be careful with my comments as the chair of the Privileges Committee. It's an important parliamentary committee, but the matter is still um, and it, uh, has been referred to that committee. Uh, but equally, we have this other investigation presently taking so, place. So is it delayed because of the ICAC investigation? Uh, so, Katie, we, we have a concurrent investigation uh, and the Privileges Committee has sought an extension uh, for their investigation report to be handed down All right, Natasha Files, uh, Leader of Government Business, I know that you need to go. We need to get to the news. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. No doubt it will be something that we'll discuss again tomorrow morning on the week that was. Thank you. Thank you.